All right, welcome to the Good Rookie Show. My name is Fahim. And my name is Nelly J, y'all. And we are Good Rookies. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Good Tuesday. And guess what? It's the Good Rookie Show. <sighs> yep, yep. Yep, yep. So, y'all, this is a special Woo! edition. You understand? Special episode. We come from Toronto, Canada. And Fahim, we're all about the Super Bowl, football, NFL, you name it. So get relaxed, get seated. We're going to talk about all the hot topics for this upcoming weekend, which I know a lot of y'all will be watching with your friends and family. So Fahim, this Super Bowl, a lot of stories are happening here, man. First of all, Eagles versus Chiefs Fahim. Were you surprised? Is this the shocker that these two teams have made it to this point? The Chiefs, not a shocker. The Eagles, very much so a shocker. If I, like, if you were to say at the start of the season, this would be the Super Bowl, I, I did not see the Eagles being in this position. So, yeah, most. How about you? Um, I'm not shocked at either one. Um, really? Yeah, so hold on. it was funny. You, hold, right? on, hold on, hold on. At the start of the season, you would have thought that the Eagles had what it takes to be in the Super Bowl. So what's crazy, Fahim, I actually had the Eagles winning their division, mm -hmm. and I actually had them and Niners were my favorites. I didn't really pick a team, but I was mm -hmm. like, I can see Niners or Eagles making it far. Right. Um, and of course, you all think about Buccaneers, but I, the way Tom was playing and that team was playing, you're like, yeah, they're not going to do it. But I, I, always, I always had Eagles or, or um, Eagles or even the Niners to be a contendership because the Eagles had like, so, you know, I do fantasy football, right? Mm -hmm. So I was looking up rankings for like O-line, D-lines. They're the only team that ranked high in both O-line for him and D-line. And that's the making of a championship team when you have a, a really high ranked O-line and a very good D-line, right? Those together. And then you have great pieces around it. You have wide receiver. You have, a, a, I thought, I've, I've been a fan of Hurts, so I'm not shocked what he did because he's like he's a good quarterback. He could run, he could pass. I think he's pretty smart in the pocket. So I was like, this team could actually go far. But the Niners, as you know, they have a good system, right? They have good coaching. So I was like, wow, Eagles or Niners can go far. Of course, you think about you know you know Aaron Rodgers. You think about, but then losing Devontae Adams, I was like, I don't know about this team. So they those two were the top for me in in the NFC, and then in the AFC. I all thought Bills or Chiefs or Bengals, mm -hmm. those three. So mm -hmm. did I have them both making it to this far point? No, I didn't predict who'd make it far. But I said, like, out of these three teams on either side, they could make it. So that's why I'm not shocked, mm -hmm. right? Um, as so the fact that they're both last there. year, okay, so those numbers you're giving for the O-line and D-line were there and Hurts are for this year. How were they last year? Because I really had, as you know, I haven't really followed. Did they have that? Like coming in, did you see the O-line and the D-line from last year and say, hey, you know what? They were doing it last year. Maybe they can continue it. Or is this? Yeah. So so last year, Eagles were second in their division. Mm -hmm. um, they, 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 they didn't play terrible last year. Um, um, so let me go to the 2021 okay. season, right? Uh -huh. so, there's, so they won nine games and they were eight, right? So... Um, their record, their issue was their home record, but they played really good on the road. Um, in terms of like the actual overall team stats, 
Um, let me look up real quick here. Yeah. And what, the only reason I'm asking is because um, just coming in, uh, I remember this offseason, it was uh, Russell Wilson, you know, new team. That was a big thing. It was um, mm -hmm. it was Josh Allen and his possible, uh, you know, carry over to next season. I was aware of Hurts and what he did, but I just, like I said, coming back to your original question, in hindsight, twenty twenty, I did not see the Eagles, yeah, but I happened so, to see. Them. No, and that makes that's fair. Like the only reason why is because I do for, for fantasy. I was look up O line, so they predicted mm -hmm. this O line to be number one in, in the league. Mm -hmm. That's prediction okay. on multiple. I like so, I would look up like different sites, part to see and say, okay, who's you know, because because especially when you're picking up players right for fantasy, you kind of want to know like what team is going to be what, mm -hmm. and they predicted this team to have at least a top five O line amongst right. the league. That right and a top five D line across the league. I think the Bills had a top D line as well. Uh, their O line wasn't top top, but it was like top ten, right? But in terms of like, yeah, like this th th this team wasn't like it wasn't terrible last year, right? Um, okay. in terms of how they played. But that's the thing about football is like you see the makings of something. Like even other guys were saying, yeah, I think the Eagles can actually have a good year. But then make it to Super Bowl. I don't think there was a guarantee. But um, yeah, they added um, a few guys in the O line, a couple of DB guys. They were building from last year, being second in the, in, in the NFC East. Now they're first in the NFC East, right? And now they're in the Super Bowl. So yeah, these guys can be better. But I don't know, like Jalen Hurts. That is a is, is a football coach. Where like like a uh, high school, college? Um, I believe. Let me look it up. Uh, Michael, big up to Michael. Uh, by the way, he. He posted it mentioning Woo! how come no one's talking about his father, who's a coach, I, right? Especially when black coaches are such a minimum. Wouldn't so, okay, that? Okay, he's not NFL. Be... My bad. Okay, okay. I'm seeing that. Yeah, he co he coaches. He, he's a football coach. He's coaching all his life. But, college, um, high school. He coached high school. I think he coached college as well. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey. He coached both. Regardless, but but he's... his father was a coach, so yeah. Um. That's yeah, the coach's you know son I mean? thing. So yeah, that's that's big. Dad also, yeah. So his dad was uh, he he coached both his boys, right? And he has a son that played the court. I played a quarterback at Texas Southern as well. So he so he, football he, runs to their, their, their family. Good, yeah, it's good football for family. It's good to right? see. Good to see. Um, and Jalen was remember he was drafted fifty second in the twenty twenty NFL draft. He drafted quite low. Wow. Right? Uh, in the 2020 draft and look where he is now like drafted in 2020 we talk about guys who come to the nfl and make it to the final stage really quickly he got there quite quick you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um so it just shows you that this guy has a lot of fight in him he grew within the, the league itself really quickly and like he's he's been i think fabulous uh for the eagles like fabulous right so so yeah, coaching, family, mm -hmm. and everything. So I mean, and Pat Mahomes, right? His dad played in the MLB. We have two guys whose parents played sports, coached. They're around the sport that they're they're around sports in itself, right? So these QBs, I think, are going to be really good. I think that I think the difference was going to be like the other guys on the team, right? How how the other players perform when it comes to the actual matchup of Hertz versus Mahomes. I think we're going to see similar in terms of like production. But I think this is going to be decided upon who can get the most stops, who can get the interceptions, who can do all the other things. The special teams, that's going to be a biggest factor because, you know, football is a team sport, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but to your point, 
Am I shocked? No, but I'm very happy that we have two black quarterbacks in the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. How about and you? So I'm definitely uh, happy about the two black quarterbacks. I'll get upon that one second. But see with the Super Bowl, sometimes uh, as much as the QB is the the primary like highlighted position, um, I think to when Denver Peyton Manning, when they won that year, um, there was someone else on the team that stepped up. Not saying that Man Manning wasn't the guy, but who was the MVP? You'd know who was. Uh, was it Von Miller? Do I like? I'm going back. I don't know. Help me out. Oh, you mean yeah? Of course, with that team, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and it was Von. I'm pretty sure he was the was he the finals or he was the. I was going to ask to you real quick if it's not the quarterbacks, Hurts uh, or Mahomes, is there? Just give me on each team maybe an alternative person that you think might be uh, a key X factor for whoever wins. Yeah. So so essentially, um, if, if either team wins, the quarterback is winning in the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. I, I can mm -hmm. see any other player taking away that that spotlight from nope. them. Okay. Mahomes is a bright spot, and so is uh, Hurts. Right. If, so you think, regardless, wins, the winner is like, going to the This is a team QB. where okay. the quarterbacks are actually both really good. Um, mm -hmm. And even to your point, like so, um, like last year, Cooper Cup won because Stafford. I mean, it's like Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had crazy numbers, right? Like mm -hmm. insanity numbers. But the majority of of finals and uh, of Super Bowl MVPs. Are typically quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yeah, that I'm aware. Right. Uh, so the, the there, ones who weren't quarterbacks, Cooper mm -hmm. Cup, that's one. Then mm -hmm. we have Edelman, who won with the with the New England, right? Because right? he had ten catches. Even right. that, I'm like, okay, but he won for New England. I mean, right. and then before that was Von Miller, right? He won. Yeah, for that's the, the one Broncos, I'm thinking about. So right? it's Von Miller instead yeah. of the. Okay. And then, but remember, Von Miller was just like they, they, they got six tackles, two point five right. sacks, like right. Like he was but, just all over the other team. Yeah, I can remember right. that, that team was won on defense, right? Mm -hmm. Um right. and then after that was a linebacker, Malcolm Smith. He won with Seattle. Um, mm -hmm. and but that guy that guy had a fumble recovery, had an interception for a touchdown and ten tackles, right? right? So for you to beat the QB, you have to have like, you know, two touchdowns or more, or just have like a, a, a critical couple of sacks, you know, like you you're changing the game. Yeah, but to your key, point, majority play, has right. been quarterbacks. So what you're saying about uh, black quarterbacks, uh, shout out to uh, black quarterbacks. We think back to uh, Doug Williams when he was the first black quarterback to win uh, with the Redskins. And here we are now, two black quarterbacks. To think this is the first time that we're having two Bruh. black quarterbacks in Super Bowl. I mean, long overdue. <laughs> um, long overdue. If you think about it, that's quite a gap. I'm guessing maybe close to 25 years, close to 30 years um, that since we went from one to to both. So, I mean, goes to show uh, how much the game, I guess, where the direction is going, how much it evolved. What you got on uh, black quarterbacks real quick? Yeah, I, I, it's something I think, you know, growing up, we would see, you know, glimpses, right? McNabb, Vic, like, you know, we, we saw guys that were coming up that were like, you know, Steve McNair, you know, these are guys that we saw watching football, um, being like, wow, these guys are really good. We'll see more. And it's built upon it, right? Um, now we have so much more black quarterbacks in the league. But to your point, I saw a clip of Jalen Hurts in college. And uh, someone asking him, you know, would you change positions to play in the NFL? Because we know there's been black quarterbacks who change, right, Fahim? 
to play right. a different position. To right. Make Usually the they try to convert them to a receiver. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so when they asked him, and this is why having a father within the sport, having family or fathers or your parents within the sport itself, Jalen Hurts was like, no, I'm a quarterback. I believe I'm a quarterback. I think like a quarterback. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. And they kept asking him at least two more times. He's like, nope, I don't see that. Nope, I'm a quarterback. I was like, wow, this is parenting. This is great parenting mm -hmm. where you, you know your child is going to be a minority in a position, right? Mm -hmm. So you're coaching them on how to address that. Jalen Hurts didn't even get mad, bro. Fahim, imagine someone goes to you. Yo, Fahim, you're a basketball fan? Yeah, I am. Are you sure? Why don't be hockey? You're Canadian. Like, badgering you to be something else. That you're, that, 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 like, you have to be the confidence to know, yo, this is who I am, bro. I'm not changing my position to be drafted in the NFL. That reminds <laughs> me a lot of, remember, uh, Serena and Venus's father, Richard mm -hmm. Williams. When they asked, uh, was it Venus? or I'm pretty sure it was Venus. It was, it was Venus, yeah. Yes, and they asked Venus about... Uh, uh, her beating uh, players and why she thinks so. And Robert Williams was like, you know, defending his daughter saying like, you know, she could do it. And, and, you know, pretty much saying that's not the type of question you ask a young, young uh, player. Uh, so it's true. Like, it's great when you have uh, not just um, the talent, but you have um, proper encouragement behind the talent to make you know that it's achievable. So I hear you. Yep, and I do want to shout out because we're on this, um, you know, let's big up Warren Moon. <laughs> that oh, man yes. was, yeah, he's an original original, you know what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Mm -hmm, <laughs> Warren mm -hmm. Moon. Most um, This guy was a beast and nine-time Pro Bowl. Yeah. Right? <laughs> my favorite, I just want to say my favorite of all time, uh, my favorite black quarterback of all time. Uh, just a disclaimer for we have listeners who listen pretty regularly know this, but I feel like I have to say this when I talk football. I was a lot, very much uh, heavily into football, much like Nelly J is. Um, since the Kaepernick situation, I've kind of pulled back a bit um, in regards to football, but still, obviously, uh, I, I kind of have a, an ear to what's going on. Back when I followed, though, I must say, I have between, it goes by eras. In high school, I'd have to say Randall Cunningham. Mm. and obviously Michael Vick. I haven't got to who I like better as a black quarterback because I think I like them equally the same for what they did. Um, I'm leaning more toward Vick. I think just because the fact that as much as um, any team I had is going to be the Eagles because of the fact of Randall Cunningham from high school. Cunningham. Yeah. Uh, but... Michael Vick, I wasn't a, a hot, I wasn't a, I wasn't a Falcons fan, but I was a Michael Vick fan, and, and I would actually on Sundays look. And this is before games, you know, red zone stuff, where you, it was hard to get a game that wasn't a marquee game, and I would actually search out to see if I could see Michael Vick play, uh, whether Atlanta after Atlanta, where do you go? Uh, the Eagles after uh, Jail. I followed Michael Vick his entire career. Where did he go after? Well, let's see. So he's Atlanta. He's at Philadelphia after jail. Then after that is a third team even, I'm pretty sure. Was it? Well, he wasn't a third team. It went two. But regardless, I... I, I from, Actually, from so, so here it is. He was at Atlanta, yeah. Philly, which we know. Uh -huh. Then right. New York Jets. Then Steelers. 
Jets. That's what the team would end up Right. So Steelers, I don't remember too much because maybe he didn't get too much playing time. I don't, but I remember the Jets a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Michael Vick. Um, I know it's kind of touchy su- subject because of what's happened with the dog situation. Um, very much if you did the crime, you did the time. So, I mean, shout out to Michael Vick. I'd have to say my favorite black quarterback of all time, regardless if he hasn't won or not. Um, he's a winner for me. So, Fahim, question, right? Mm-hmm. Guess how many um how do you how many do you think have started in the NFL, do you think? How many quarterbacks have started this year? Black. No, like um like how, how many black quarterbacks do you think have started by like on an NFL team? Um, Ever. I guess Super Bowl era. Oh, so- like guess yeah, Super Bowl era like like so so, so from the 19 um like, 16, like 19 so from 1968, how how many black quarterbacks do you think have started, have been a starter? Okay, so uh, I guess six, so. Okay, real quick, and I'm just throwing out a number, just kind of grazing over any any names here. Okay, so I'm going uh, starters, uh, yeah, black starters. in the Super Bowl. From yeah, so from 1968, from the Super Bowl okay. era. Can remember, I mean, right. football started from 1920s, right? This yeah. So, but I know it's super eight, 68. So it it comes down to, I know uh, Doug Williams was the first one to win a Super Bowl, but I'm just kind of thinking, was he the first one to be in a Super Like there could have been a black quarterback that lost before. Is that how it went? Or was he the first one? No, I'm just asking you, not not Super Bowl. I'm asking you how many black quarterbacks have started in the NFL on the team. Oh, started. Oh, yeah. On the team in the NFL. Yeah. Just. Okay. How many black quarterbacks have been oh. a starter on a team oh. since the 1960s? Oh wow. Okay, there's a okay, a lot more. So team. Okay, I'm gonna go with the number of starters. I'm gonna go with 30. Oh my gosh, you're so close. Mm-hmm. Fahim, guys, this is this, this is impressive for him. 32 have started. Oh, okay. <laughs> 1968. 32 okay. black quarterbacks have started since 1968. Mm. Yeah. Now, how many black quarterbacks have won a league MVP? Mm. League MVP, I'm going to go back quarterbacks winning MVP. I'm going to go with seven. Four. Okay. Four. The okay. last uh, black quarterback that won was Lamar in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, I mean, there's a strong case, right? Because the MVPs are Mahomes, Jalen, Jalen Hurts, right? So it could be number five this season um, if either of them win, right? Mm-hmm. Black quarterbacks. So. Mm-hmm. And then, how many do you think have 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 had five thousand yard pass passers? Like so, five thousand yards of passing in a season. Straight passing. Um, five thousand yard. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a rare feat. Yeah, very rare. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go with the lower number. I'm gonna go with five thousand yards. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with four. It's actually only been two quarterbacks that have done two. it. And what's crazy, which is why people have him in a top 10 conversation already, Pat Mahomes has done it twice. <laughs> what? Twice. He did it in 2018 wow. and 2022. Five, mm. Over 5,000 yards. Jameis Winston, the- though, from the Buccaneers. Remember, remember Jameis Winston? Right. He did it in 2019, yo. People forget really? about that, man. Mm-hmm. 
There's so, and there must be an even rare stat that says uh, five thousand yards passing. But also keep in mind, black quarterbacks traditionally are are good runners, also like good uh, out the pocket. So I wonder if there's a rushing stat also to, to, with that five thousand yards. You know, like five thousand yards in uh, in passing, and maybe I don't know a thousand or whatever it is in rushing. That's probably be even like a more uh, exclusive club mm -hmm. also so yeah shout out to the black quarterbacks I yep. like that, and they're saying I like that, that in 2018 2019 um the most black quarterbacks were starting in a playoff in a playoffs they had five in the 2018 2019 playoffs mm. they had five quarterbacks starting that's the most ever in nfl history so mm. the trend is tre the trend is trending y'all you know back in the day we could have had way more black quarterbacks but back in the day they weren't allowed to play quarterback right you right. were allowed to play other positions um, Warren Moon, you know, broke that ceiling, but now we're seeing a lot more. So just big up, you know, a special shout out to Doug Williams. We didn't mention him earlier. Cam Newton. Um, yeah. I think again, much as Steve McNair, you mentioned a couple guys, but I would have some, you know, uh, RG3, mm -hmm. um, Colin Kaepernick, which you mentioned, Teddy Bridgewater, mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson, Cordell Stewart, controversial himself, um, David Garrard, uh, Doug Williams, Aaron Brooks. Uh, Dante Culpepper, um, you mentioned Randall, Teddy Bridgewater, um, Davis Harris. So there's been a lot, man. So it's big up to all the black quarterbacks. You got to paving the way, and all your hard work has allowed us to now have two black quarterbacks, uh, to be playing in the Super Bowl. And it would have have happened if, you know, if, if each and every one of these black quarterbacks stuck to their gun. Because right, imagine what they asked Jalen Hurst this, and I was in 2020. So imagine who they were asking this beforehand, right? How many has yeah. been asked? In the right. past, Raheem, right? So, right. it's not it's, it's not an easy road to become a black quarterback and to pursue it and keep doing it. So, yeah, we're just happy to see it. Now, last but not least, Raheem, predictions: Who you got winning this? Who you got? Oh wow! I'll be honest. I haven't. Okay, this is right off the team, cup. Man. I haven't put much. I know. <laughs> like I said, my team from high school has always been the Eagles because of Randall, Randall Cunningham and Reggie White. Uh, shout out to both. I'm going to go with the Eagles, and I'll be honest, I'm going straight off of emotion. I don't really have any, you know, hyper, hyper uh, football stats. You would have a little bit more insight of why you're giving yours, but mine, I'm going straight Eagles. Um, I'm I'm going to say I pick the Eagles to win. <laughs> any reason? Um, Actually, you gave, you gave the the line, the defensive yeah, line, like, offensive. I, I, I okay. just think that I see some gaps. Okay, this is the thing about each each matchup, right? Everyone has their, like, their audible. They have their cards. But I just think Chiefs have the better coach. He's really good at making adjustments within games. I think he's extremely smart. You know, Andy Reid. That guy's a, you know what I mean? I'm a fan of Andy Reid, right? So, but him, him with Kelsey, him with, you know, Pat Mahomes, it's it's magic. My only concern, and, the, like, is that uh, the Eagles, D-line, and their pass rushers are phenomenal. They forced many quarterbacks to suffer, right? Um, and so I'm a, and the good thing about Mahomes that Mahomes can 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 move in the pocket, right? He's not this, you know, like he's a mobile quarterback. So he's not going to be just standing around. But I think there'll be a lot of pressure on him. And I think he'll be okay. But you know, Kelsey's hurt. Mahomes is not hundred percent. I get it, right? Everyone's pretty much hurt at this point in, in the league. Like no one's healthy hundred percent. I just think that like X's and O's I do think Eagles should will win. And I think even like most numbers in Vegas, they're picking Eagles to win. However, the one up that I do have on the Chiefs is that they can score really fast. 
and so can the Eagles. Like, they're pretty much evenly matched. So it's going to be like this, you know, Fahim, tie game, fourth quarter, who has the ball, which defense can stop, stop, and which defense can, offense can score. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter, like mm -hmm. that game we saw with the Bengals and the Chiefs, right? So it's going to be very close on both ends, but I do think the Eagles are going to edge them out. But right. for me, I don't really have a favorite because they're both black quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I always move for the black quarterback anyway. So it's a win win. Both black quarterbacks, and they're both going to be either one's going to make history. So I'm mm -hmm. cool with it. <laughs> it is a win win. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Um, so now, Lijay, you know what? Let's go for the culture. For the culture, we like to highlight individuals for the culture. And today, we get to highlight someone who is shattering the glass, the ceiling. Um, and it's something that I think, Fahim, you know, we have to kind of do a shout out. So, um, there is an agent. She is the first um, agent, um, the first agent and black woman um, to represent a quarterback, a black quarterback or a quarterback, a starting quarterback um, in the NFL, which you're kind of like, what? What do you mean? There, there is it. Yep. And so uh, Jalen Hurts big, bigged her up, but she, her being an African-American female, and, and doing this is amazing. So her name is Nicole Lynn, making history, okay, as representing a black quarterback in the NFL and Super Bowl. So to say that, you know, uh, and this is what we'd like to highlight because it's something where Fahim, me as a black woman and you as a black man, it's like, you know, we, we know there's agents out there, but this is black excellence. This is something someone becoming, you know, her 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 client is in a Super Bowl as a quarterback, which is, you know, as you mentioned, a premier position, and that's her client. It's never happened before. So this is big news. I'm just happy to shout her out. Fahim, what's your thoughts on Nicole Lynn really showing in Black History Month that, yo, we're doing this out here, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? <laughs> Making history every day. One, I think it's another check mark for Jalen Hurts, the fact that he has a black woman representing him, uh, especially in football. So shout out to him, um, even making something like that possible, like giving her the opportunity. Um, I don't much don't know much about her background, but I've got to assume obviously she's qualified and has some kind of uh, experience in that. So you're right, uh, black history, um, making black history at a time where uh, this whole Super Bowl is ironically just black history amplified. You know, two, <laughs> like black, real. two black quarterbacks, um, a black female agent. Um, the first black woman to represent first, an NFL. Right. An NFL uh, so she's the first black woman to represent an NFL draft pick. She's the first black woman to represent an NFL quarterback and the first black woman to have a quarterback in the Super Bowl representing. And she works wow. for Clutch Sports Group. So big up Clutch Sports <laughs> for even giving her the opportunity to be a sports agent and to work under the under their clutch, I should say. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Fahim, like she's, like you said, Black History Month amplified. Go ahead, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's funny that you mentioned clutch because when you're uh, just giving the intro on her, it did cross my mind about uh, LeBron. And just when LeBron came out, I saw something on IG or social media pretty recently. Uh, it was uh, LeBron James on, I'm pretty sure it was Rap City with Big Tigger on BET. 
and it was a super young LeBron. I don't I think I don't even know if he's in the league yet, but it was LeBron, uh, Maverick, Carter, uh, uh, Rich Paul, like the his his guys. They were young since so like twenty years ago. And it kind of showed, and it was on there. LeBron was talking about, "Hey, you know what? Like, we're uh, as LeBron James Inc. I think he said, and we're just l- looking to uh, to change the game." He has his guys around him, and um, just and then after showed a clip of where they are now. Just the fact that they started this road together, and they were successful together. And LeBron gave the people around him opportunities, uh, not just because they were friends, but he saw their potential. So I think it's it's actually cool that. Clutch Sports actually ties in to her opportunity and her success also um, to show that they're forward thinking to have uh, a female, a black female uh, representative when women are, you know, very much a minority in the NFL. They're starting to break into it now. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, shout out to her. Shout out to Clutch Sports. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. Shout out to this entire movement. I think it's amazing. And I want to give you some information on her background. So okay. she has a law, right? She studied law and she interned um, at the NFL Play Association, right? First. Mm-hmm. And then she joined Players Rep, first female sports agent at that time in 2015. Then she became the first black woman to represent an NFL draft now it's in 2019. So that's really just like wow. two years ago, mm-hmm. right? She, 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 she Her client was... Um, was um, Quint- Quinnen Williams, right? That was her client there. Um, and then she was featured in Glamour's Women of the Year series. And then she also represented Jalen Hurts in 2020. Then she also got her, 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 her certificate to represent NBA players in 2020. Again, guys, this is just all modern, modern, just happening just now. Mm-hmm. She published uh, Agent You, an autobiography. And then 50 Cent is producing a drama TV series based on her life. What? Um, and career in stars. And wow. then executive producer for that show. On top okay. of that, she will also be included. So last year, so 2021, my God, these years. In 2021, she was she she was um included in like it's called Worth Is. They they had the 21 most powerful women in, in business of sports. She was a part of that that list. And as you know. In 2021, Nicole Lynn was also hired as the president of the football operations for for Clutch Sports. So from 2015 to 2023, look at that career path. <laughs> like graduated in 2015, eight years later, like absolute trailblazer. And mm-hmm. it's only been eight years in her career mm-hmm. as in this agent world. Imagine how much further she's going to push everyone, women, men, people of color in the space of being sport agents, right? So... She's literally for the culture. Like, there's not even... <laughs> it's crazy. 100%. Big up to so, Nicole Lynn, man. So, big, up so, to her. big up to Nicole Lynn, for sure. So let me ask you this now. It's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Two black quarterbacks. We have Rihanna doing the <laughs> halftime show. Oh, nah, okay. nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Black History Month. So... Now, here's a sad reality. I don't see this story, and I guess maybe we could double back when we uh, next have our next episode. But I just, I, I just, as big as this is, I don't think it's even going to be mentioned anywhere in the broadcast of the Super Bowl. You know, there's well, going to be. Let's see if they do. Yeah, yeah you're let's right. see. Let's see. But uh, I think it's, it would be a shame if this is not brought up. So, like they have 
this is a Super Bowl, world's biggest event, I guess, outside of the World Cup. Um, you know, this would be a perfect opportunity to even highlight, do even a segment, something identifying that this is happening. But the sad reality is, it'll. This is going to be just nothing more than just a nice IG post. I agree. And guess what, Fahim? And that's okay because good rookies is here to spread the good news, Fahim. Yeah, you know <laughs> Let's it. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at yourself for the culture, Nicole Lynn. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we look forward to it. I'm seeing she also has she also has a YouTube where she does do YouTube channel talking about, you know, things to, well, she, she did a video of her talking about how to become a sports agent. So she's really trying to expand, you know, this market for women of color, for anyone, right, in, in this industry. So, um, and she has football for Clutch Sports. So big up to Clutch for giving her the opportunity to do what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man. Well, Steph. All right. So, Nelly J, you want to close this out with our last segment with That's yeah. Absurd. That's Absurd. Thinking, bro, what was absurd this week? What was absurd? Ah. Tom Brady announced a retirement on a beach by a resort. That's not the absurd part, though. Shout out to Tom Brady, by the way. <laughs> the absurd point is at someone went to the exact very spot that Tom Brady announced his retirement, scooped up some sand and put it in a bottle and that is now selling it online, which is going to the tune of $650,000. <laughs> absurd it's absurd so what's crazy about this right because i'm looking up the latest like how much is selling for right now so as of today they're saying that the bid is minimum a hundred thousand right now to bid for this sand a hundred thousand dollars for sand my my apologies i said six hundred i said six hundred and seventy seven thousand it was actually six hundred and seventy seven dollars <laughs> so i guess i'll i'll get an absurd for for adding an extra zero in there but uh yeah but it is in the hundred thousands now though so that's the absurd part now it's in the hundred thousand now as of today it's yeah. at a hundred thousand dollars um and, and it can go over that right based on right. new york post us today fox news they're all saying right now the 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 <sighs> The sand is being auctioned on eBay for a hundred thousand dollars right now. That's what, yeah. The sand that Tom Brady's bum bum, where he poops out of, apparently. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm so 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 extra. Yeah, you know, you, well, 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 know what a bum is, right? But you fart, right? You, you poop out the bum. Right. So that 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 bum right there is, you know, seven Super Bowls for him, right? Mm. Um, lots of winning. So I guess the sand has some type of, um, I don't know. The ground is. <laughs> wow! Like, listen. If I'm Tom Brady, shoot. I know I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm not gonna go there. But if I'm Tom Brady, like, literally, if my sand that I sat on can sell for that much, first of all, Fahim, is this sand even verified? Do we know it's the same sand he sat on? Was there a what? video recording of them picking up the sand, and when he got up, the sand was scooped from his bum? <laughs> like, I right. Like in any day today, it has to be a verified sand, right? How do you know that the sand is actually a verified sand? Did they record so, Tom leaving the sand and they want what they record him leaving? Then they recorded them going there at the moment, Fahim. I need, I need, I have, I have questions around the sand, Fahim. Go I, ahead. I get you, but one thing I will give them is so when Tom Brady took the 
uh, he did on social media. So they had two buildings on one on the left and right side, mm -hmm. and he's on the beach. Um, one thing I will give them is they went to the exact same spot. So they held the bottle there, and the bottle was the building was to the left, to the right, in the exact same positioning as the photo. So you're right. It would be nice to have video evidence that Tom actually sat and stood in that spot, but at least they went to the very same spot with the bottle of of uh, that's true. Of sand. Well, no, and, and you know what? And that's good. I'm just saying that, like, it has to be verified, right? right. If I'm trying to resell the scent to someone else who's who's also going to buy scent of Tom Brady, I right. need to have verification that this scent is the real scent. Remember, I can get scent at a bomb. Go, hey, this is Tom Brady's scent too. How? Right. how right? Verify that. Right. So right. all I'm saying to protect the buyers, please get some verification on that scent. Lord, this is crazy. Right. Well, I, that is absurd. I mean, th that it started for at six hundred and seventy-seven dollars, so say it's almost a thousand, and now they're saying it's bidding up to hundred thousand dollars. It's absolute. Like people would do anything. That's crazy. That's absurd. Now the question is: Will a black quarterback ever get this type of? Um, <laughs> Black History Month, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we think a black quarterback will be so so good that <laughs> even when he sits on 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 sand to retire, that mm -hmm. sand will go for a hundred thousand dollars for him? Do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> well, I guess it, maybe not today. Possibly. So remember with Patrick Mahomes, there's a comparison. Remember, it's like Patrick Mahomes is he the next Tom Brady? How does that yeah. last? How does that last Super Bowl loss affect his legacy? Well, I guess we'll have to ask because you know what, if Tom if uh Patrick Mahomes loses the Super Bowl, I guess he's out of that potential GOAT conversation because they will count these Super Bowl losses against him. But Tom has lost too as well, right? He's lost on his way and he's lost in Super Bowl as well. So that he's is lost true. many times, but he's won, but he's won more than anyone else. That's why he's right. so you know, great right. at the thing. <laughs> so and Mahomes has to get his winnings up, right? So yeah. I mean, if there if there was going to be a black quarterback that could maybe in the future have that type of leverage it might lean toward Mahomes as being that guy yeah I mean hey even if we, even if it's sand and sells for a thousand that's a win for me you know what I'm saying it ain't gotta be the same value but people are willing to bid on sand that he yeah. sits on that'd be dope gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I mean I ain't doing that shoot hundred thousand dollars I'm sorry I'm <laughs> I, I, I got bills to pay dog I have no sand but you know it's it's really cool that you know Tom Brady's Still, yeah. even when he retires, this guy is like, you know, it's Tom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Tom, man. Mm -hmm. I actually hope Tom actually helps the NFLPA. I hope I, I want him to help them, help the players get better. I think if they have someone like Tom Brady, a retired, you know, quarterback, a goat in the sport, be on their side, whoo, they can help push a lot. Like how mm -hmm. Michael Jordan helped push a lot of things with, like, you know, the players' union in the NBA. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping Tom can take up that mantle and do that for the guys in the NFL. Right. Especially after what happened with Demar Hamlin, I'm hoping he does help help and step in for them. So let's see. I, yeah, ideally that would be the case. I just have a feeling Tom has other things his, in mind. Other things in mind. Priorities. For retirement. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know. I'm then, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, well, you know, he he hears it in the wind or something. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot, <laughs> he hears it from Toronto, wherever, in in Florida somewhere. Uh, man. Uh, yeah. All right, Nelly J, let's put this episode in the books. Y'all, that was the Good Rookie Show. Uh, my goodness, Fahim. Great episode. Lots of insight on what's happening. Black History Month in the NFL. Um, 
and what and where it's going, right? And mm-hmm. you know, Kaepernick, all these black quarterbacks really helped pave the way. Even what, what Kaepernick had to go through, that has helped, I think, a lot of things within the NFL to, to have them check themselves as to, yo, are we doing this wrong? How can we improve diversity? How can we push that, right? Um, so you know, Dak Prescott, even that, you know, people were talking about. You saw the, saw the meme when um when when the Cowboys lost. There was a meme of you know when Jerry Jones was at you know looking over. He was just curious. He was curious. White supremacists that were trying to get yeah. Um, there's a picture of him looking at. They're saying this, this is not Jerry Jones looking at Dak Prescott. I was crying. <laughs> 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 so y'all are just that you know the internet is savages but yo black quarterback diversity agents from you know from you know black brown we need diversity around you know what i'm saying and it comes right. with things these sports the nfl is over 90 percent black people so mm-hmm. we need more of us in other positions to help push diversity so i'm loving it my shout out for him is quite easy nicole Lynn, that's it nicole Lynn, jalen hurts and, and freaking patrick mahomes just three people that I think need to be highlighted all week looking up to this uh, matchup. And of course, all the other players, man. These these teams have great, great athletes, both ends, doing amazing things for their team. So I I really got to say, like, whatever team wins, congrats. But it's really about the fact that it's really Black history is being made in the NFL um, this month. And it's great to see. So mm-hmm. how about you, Dean? Yo, um, I'm just gonna piggyback right off your uh, <laughs> your shoutouts. Great job with the shoutouts. I'll also add in. I just mentioned her, but Rihanna. I'm very excited to see her in the Super Bowl. It's been a oh, while. Nana. Hearing anything from from Rihanna would be cool. Oh, Nana. And actually, you know what? We talked about this a long time ago about Jay Z when he's taken over, being involved uh, with the half times and stuff. I must say. Uh, you know, with what he did with the West Coast, what mm-hmm. he's now doing with Rihanna, uh, keeping, you know, a, an urban culture. element, the inside, culture, yeah. right, <laughs> inside uh, football, which is which is cool, to, which is cool to see. So, um, a shout out to uh, Jay Z also. And on that note, that you know, Nelly Jane, let's put this episode in the books. Y'all, that was a good rookie show. If you had a good time and you enjoyed yourself, like, subscribe, and tell a friend. To tell a friend for you. We're on all platforms if you're looking for us. All right, that's a good rookie show, and we out. Peace.